Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hopefully we get this guy's name right because he knows a hell of a lot about baseball. A hell of a lot more than me. That's why we're having him on. He's from The Athletic. Find him on Twitter, at Enosaurus. Enosaurus joins us on the show. Hello, Eno. How you doing today? I'm doing great out here in Arizona, getting to see some baseball and starting the, starting this whole thing up again. How great is Arizona for spring training? Because what is it? You can see like 30 te- or not 30 teams. You see like 20 of the 30 teams out there within like a 15-mile radius or something? Yeah, I mean, with traffic and the way that Arizona, uh, Phoenix is pretty spread out, if they're not, you know, like that close, but they are way closer than Florida. <laughs> and <laughs> there's way less rain. Uh, so it, it is really it's it's fun and for for fans it's really cool because it's like you know low cost, um, great weather when you know it's not great weather in the rest of the country. True. So it's uh it, it is fun down here. Yeah, especially if you're in the Midwest, it's still freezing cold out in early March. All right, you know, thirteen years, three hundred thirty million dollars. Do you agree with this deal that the Phillies give Bryce Harper? Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, Bryce Harper is projected to be a top 10 player the next year. He's 26 years old. That's, uh, you know, only one real free agent has been younger than that when they became a free agent. And that was the best deal. Uh, one of the better, better big deals ever signed, which is the first a rod deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, by making it 13 years, you know, I know why Bryce wanted those 13 years, but I, I also understand why the team is not that sad about doing those years because this keeps his average annual value down um, and, and he's being paid basically like a Ryan Howard money at 25 million a year uh, that's going to allow them to do other things on their team and not go over the 200 uh, million luxury tax and if, if their owner is committed and he said that he's going to be running out you know 175 to 200 million dollar payrolls in the future then you know having a guy with 25 million is not that big a deal. Yeah, I mean, you, you you pay one guy, you're going to have to pay the rest of them because you got to be able to, to really compete and win a championship with this type of ball club. What makes this a successful contract over the next 13 years? Say they win a World Series in two years somehow, and then he never wins a World Series again, and they finish up the the final 11 years with nothing. Is that successful? I don't know if that scene is successful there. What, what do they have to accomplish to make this a successful 13-year deal? Oh, you disagree. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. This is a philosophical question. I, oh, I, yes. I think that I find fans are very much uh, on different sides of this question right here because there's definitely a camp that says, win it all. That's the only thing that matters. And all of our analysis should come out of, you know, is the guy good? Does he have rings? Is he, you know, that sort of thing, you know? Um, I'm more in the camp, if this turns the Phillies into a perennial good team maybe they don't always make the playoffs but they're usually above 500 they're usually in the mix to the end um you know you know when you had that you think of that sort of giants run where they won wild cards they won divisions they won championships that sort of stuff where they're they're in the mix every year uh during his peak at least so i think if they're a good team that finishes first or second in their division gets a wild card you know gets to the playoffs in the next five years that's successful to me because 
the back end of every big deal does look bad. That doesn't make the whole deal bad. It's just it's just how age works. You know, Saras joining us on the show. That's true. Do you think that they're betting on a DH being put in the National League sometime within the next decade that's going to help that deal out for Bryce Harper? I don't know if they're betting on it, but I think that's what we're going towards. And, you know, I think it just makes sense because there's so much interleague play that uh, it makes it tough on teams to manage rosters. It makes it tough on National League teams to have a bat that's good enough to go to American League parks and DH for them. Um, you know, know, American League teams have been built this way forever, but now National League teams kind of have to build as an American League team because there's so much interleague play. So I think they're going to add this uh, 26th roster spot. Um, They're going to, they're going to put a max on the number of pitchers that that you're allowed to roster. So I think it'll be like 13 pitchers and that automatically sort of creates that extra bat position uh, that'll go to DHs. So I think that's all, that's how it's all lining up. That's, those are the, the pitching and the roster stuff that they're talking about now. And I think during the next CBA, they'll talk about the uh, DH. Explain to me position scarcity and why there's no such thing as such. Uh, <laughs> well, it, that, that was a fantasy piece I wrote about, uh, about in fantasy. People think that, oh, you have to get your shortstops. You have to, you uh-huh. have to you know, get your middle infielders before you get uh, your other guys. But it, it, I think it does speak to something in the game. And if you, you might have noticed this, shortstops are getting bigger. You know, we've got six foot four, you know, shortstops out there now, uh-huh. and people like Carlos Correa and Corey Seager that that in past decades would have been gone right to third base. Um, they're still shortstops, and I think because of the way we shift, because of the way we do, you know, analytics on defense, and because teams want to stuff uh, offense into every position, uh, the only only real position that they're not worried about is catcher. So, yes. There's not a lot of offensive catchers, but every other position, they're just trying to stuff as much offense in as possible. How many fantasy leagues are you in? <laughs> uh, I was trying to cut it down. I think I'm down to like nine or ten. Nine or ten still? Yeah. I, I had a guy, I swear to God, I had a guy who used to work for MLB Network Radio. I think he still does a little bit, but he works with the uh, Diamondbacks. And it was, I think he had a dozen when I first met yeah. him. And he said it, it actually helps him. With the teams, fantasy's as big as it's ever been, and I, I wanted to lead you to this: if fantasy's that big, Bryce Harper just got a three hundred thirty million dollar contract. How sick are you of hearing that baseball's dying or baseball needs desperately fixed? <laughs> well, you know the thing is, if you actually adjust the old deals into today's dollars, yeah. uh, that that deal is actually probably the ninth biggest deal in baseball history. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is it is a good deal. You could argue he's, you know, well, maybe he's the ninth best free agent in, in baseball history. But, um, you know, to me, to be 26 years old, I, I, I was I was in the camp of expecting a $400 million deal. Um, so, you know, but, I you know, he had a down year-ish last year. And some people, you know, think that that was, that, that was indicative of, you know, he's not his real talent. He's not actually, you know, a top 10 type player. So, uh, you know, I... I I do think that the that the the person that's suffering the most right now is the sort of role player and the middle class uh, baseball player. So as Rubel Cabrera just got, he's going to be like a league average player next year. He got four million dollars. Todd Frazier got you know not much money to to play with the Mets uh, coming off of some good seasons. So if you're like 32 and you're not a star, 
uh, baseball is not very kind to you right now. Maybe that's not a problem, but it is something that's new. Is there still a conversation amongst people about collusion and possible collusion amongst the teams? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing that people are weirded out about, you know, like, uh, forget who it was, maybe Liriano, Francisco Liriano, some, and some other players, um, they, they, they didn't get any offers for a long time, and then they got, like, five offers on the same day that were for the same dollar amount. Um, and that's, I think that's mostly just because, you know, the, the information going into these analytics departments, these front offices, is very similar. And now the way that they treat that information, the way that they run their numbers on those, that's very similar. So you're going to spit out a similar result in the end. So I'm not sure. I don't think that anybody is, is calling each other up on the phone or there's no, like, database where they all log in and go, oh, Francisco Liriano is worth exactly this much. Eno Saris joining us on the show. Because it, it, it seems to be so interesting to me because – it, it seemed, man, $330 million, that does seem to break the bank. But you, you bring up by the Alex Rodriguez deal. That was a long time ago for these yeah. deals. And that was, that was, this is, that's Nolan Arenado that was, money. So, <laughs> yeah, that was 250 or something. And it was so long ago that in today's dollars, that's like $450, $500 million. That's, that's what A Rod signed. So, you know, there, there is, there has been a little bit of a, well, I guess my, maybe baseball was just on too much of an inflation that was it was going to correct at some point. That, yeah, that's, it, that's a viable way to think about it. You beat me to it. You beat me to it. You know, you know, Cyrus joining us on the show because I'm thinking, well, do, do we just accept that that was way before when it probably should have been uh, for mm-hmm. for Alex Rodriguez and you were dealing with an alive and very competitive for the second contract. Uh, George Steinbrenner at that point, that was definitely just going to go way above board when anything else had been, where now maybe we should be seeing this and this is normal. Where does that set the price, though, for, oh, Francisco Lindor, uh, Mike mm-hmm. Trout? Where What does this do for their deals then in the future? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it sort of caps it. I think this this 300 number, you look at Arenado, uh, he didn't quite get to 300, so... You know, 300 is kind of the the most that anybody can expect right now. I think looking towards Mike Trout is really interesting because he's by far and away the best player in the game. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's so far better that he could really be the one that pushes it. And, then, and with Trout, you know, there might have been some questions with Harper and Machado, either makeup or hustle or injury or play. With Mike Trout, there are no questions. You know, he's a, he's a stand-up guy he's a great teammate he's a you know he's uh he all he wants to do is compete and he's the best player in baseball so i'm looking towards him to see what kind of numbers he's looking at in a couple of years all right this larry bayer stuff it's ugly i mean it's it's really really ugly i i don't know if it's fair to ask you what should happen to him there's there's got to be a process that plays out but what are you hearing what what's major league i know major league baseball released a statement what are you hearing here over the next couple of days where they, well, they yeah. One thing. One thing I'll say is uh, he kind of set out a, a hurried uh, statement that didn't that that felt hurried. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great uh, statement. It didn't show a lot of contrition. Um, and late last night, I got a second statement in my email um, where he would try to, you know, be more uh, apologetic and and try to you know say you know say that he was sorry for it. But um, I think there's a precedent for uh, suspending front office. Uh, people, you know, ownership has been suspended. You talked about Steinbrenner. He was suspended. Yeah, And true. if we're going to suspend 
the players for domestic violence, then we should just suspend people in the front office and ownership groups. So uh, that's that's what I'd be looking at. I'd look at a suspension. I mean, you want to you want to be fair to the players, and to the, you want to you want to be serious about this issue, and you want to you want to be fair and just basically give him the same kind of suspension you give a player. Yeah, because I, I mean, I know we we went through the Roberto Osuna stuff and things like that, but uh, it, it, this is not the same type of problem that you would have. Uh, in the NFL, I, I totally agree. I, I think they got to be strong about this. The optics of it are absolutely awful. Uh, the yeah, the audio of it the was. Video is, oh you know, my you god! Have, you yeah, gotta, you got to deal with it. Yeah, it's very early. Who are you picking for the World Series? Um, come on, give me something good. Yankees. <laughs> what? You're picking the Yankees? Yeah. They're oh. a juggernaut, man. They're a juggernaut. They just added things back. <laughs> yeah. They. I, if you if you've ever been in the clubhouse of the Yankees, it's so different from being in every other clubhouse. They're monsters. They're they're like fire breathing monsters. They're all like six foot eight, like two hundred and eighty pounds. It's the craziest clubhouse. <laughs> all right, fine. It's just I knew no one's you're not gonna make any friends by picking the Yankees, but what the hell, right? <laughs> okay, well let me get a let me pick a, a National League team. Um, yeah. I like uh, I like the Cardinals. Really, I like the Cardinals. Yeah, I like they got a lot of young players. Adding Goldschmidt, I think Ozuna is going to come back and have a big year. I think that lineup is going to look really nice this year, and uh, I think they they're really good at finding pitchers. So even if they have uh, an injury or two in the rotation, they, they're going to find guys in their own uh, in their own system to to back them up. That's great stuff, Eno. All the best, my friend. Thank you very much for the time. Take care. All right, thanks. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.